Welcome to my show, America Can We Talk. Today, we're going to talk about connecting COVID dots. And Clay Clark is joining me, and we'll be still talking about connecting COVID dots. And finally, I'll talk about we all need to be January 6th preppers. And of course, I'll tell you why these stories matter to you. Stay tuned. Debbie Georgiatis, host of America Can We Talk, is an author, attorney, and political analyst whose mission is to inspire the American political conversation about preserving liberty in the best country on earth. America Can We Talk is sponsored by GC Works, a Dallas-based company performing advanced technology research in the oil and gas industry. Hello again and welcome to America Can We Talk and to today's First Five. I'm Debbie Georgiatis. I want to just posit this thought at this first five. Today I began writing out a PowerPoint at home, getting ready for the show, about all the reasons that there are people who in America who are well-educated, serious, not crazy conspiracy theorists who are deeply concerned about America's reaction, policy reaction to COVID, concerned about what the government's doing with respect to uh, vaccine mandates, with respect to vaccine passports, threatening the idea you can't travel without them. And then even on a bigger stage, what, how we got here, how the virus got here, how we in America kicked off our uh, year in 2020, it was maybe February and March before it became a really serious issue, but how, how we got there, what happened before that uh, time when we had scientists and depopulation advocates and kind of globalist thinkers and all kind of involved in the discussion uh, about viruses, about creating patents to respond to viruses, uh, the planning and thinking that when we got to this um, COVID-19 virus in the start of 2020, we had many thinkers and policy people lined up and ready to say what had to happen. And why I want to do this is this. We have too many people on the conservative side of the aisle, too many genuine, thoughtful, intelligent people who still are of the mind, well, if the government's saying this is necessary, I guess this is what is necessary. And people who just want to accept at face value the statements made by Dr. Anthony Fauci and others on the federal level and at the state level medical boards, statements made about what the nature of COVID is, whether the um, the medications that many doctors are advocating for, why they are, uh, why they're banned, mocked, ridiculed now by the federal government. We have just too many people not willing to challenge. I'm gonna tell you that I disdain conspiracy theories. I don't like the, uh, to listen to people endlessly saying that everything is a conspiracy, everything. And, and then what causes, that, the problem that causes is when real things really are, that are nefarious, really are occurring, they get too easily dismissed as conspiracy theories. So I will say, I, do, I, I dislike conspiracy theories. I advocate strongly for the idea that America, the, the American citizens are entitled to do their own research, to make up their own mind about things, to speak freely, to investigate, to arrive at their own conclusions. And that is actually being quashed by this um, current regime that we are living under in America. 
this coming Monday on my show. I'm going to spend the entire, I always do a deep dive on Mondays, and my deep dive this Monday is going to be what we know now about the elections of November of 2020. What we know now about the data coming out of the states, the evidence uncovered, so that you understand why many people are still unwilling to agree that the November 2020 elections uh, were adequate, were, were rightly reported that we that we all that you know really Biden won by 81 million votes which I do not believe happened. We'll do that on Monday. Today we're going to talk about very deep dive on COVID and connecting the dots. Tomorrow on our Thursday show our special uh, studio we have an in-studio audience on Thursdays which is now overbooked for tomorrow which is great. We have Dr. Brian Artis joining us and he happens to live in the Dallas area and which is wonderful. He is one of the very brave, outspoken, articulate, intelligent doctors also raising questions about COVID. So do plan to tune in tomorrow too for Dr. Brian Artis. But I'm gonna, with that, I'm going to uh, wrap up the first five by saying this, I say this show all the time. The show is for thinkers, leaders, and doers. It's for people willing to think, willing to reason, and then be leaders in their spheres of influence and spread truth and people who will take action once they understand what the truth is about all sorts of issues. I disdain conspiracy theorists. I will tell you, I, I, the, the earth is not flat, it is round. America did land on the moon. It is not, was not a hoax. 9-11 um, was not an inside job, it was an attack on America. I could run through other popular conspiracy theories. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I am a truth seeker and I am not going to stop talking about and seeking truth on the important issues facing America, because that is my job. That's why I do this show, to stand up and speak up for America, and that, my very fine friends, is today's first five. So we have joining us, and he'll be on the screen in just in a moment, we have Clay Clark joining us. He is a just a very, very um, popular figure in conservative circles. He is based in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He hosts his own show. Uh, he hosts several shows. He also has been putting on... Um, traveling around the country, these conferences, uh, Reawaken America tours. He has fabulous speakers in uh, cities around the country, and they're really trying to wake Americans up on a variety of issues, among them the most central issues facing America, which uh, we've been talking about already, election fraud here and COVID, all sorts of important issues. He has those speakers uh, come out and talk to very large audiences. The, the, these are just really big, fun events. Um, and he, that this is part of his mission in addition to his talk shows uh, that he does to help spread the truth about America. So let's welcome Clay Clark to the show. <laughs> I'm sure we can, and I'm excited to get started. I wanted to say, you know, you have done some of the uh, interviews I have not done. Uh, and I, and, and some of you, and we, I know we shared guests and we're happy to do that. Um, I want to talk about the idea that when COVID came on the scene back in 2020, it seemed, um, you know, everyone, myself included, for I will say two weeks max, my husband and I said, okay, we're in a Dallas, you know, stay home, don't go anywhere. And, um, and so we actually had a, you know, kind of a lockdown in Dallas and we had a, you know, only supposed to go to the grocery store in certain hours and wear a mask and all the kind of stuff. But very early on, I found that both Christians, people with strong believers, and people who have kind of a free independent spirit, they're very quickly saying, this doesn't seem right. And why again do I have to do this? So I just want to hear very quickly on your part. Did you do any of the lockdown stuff when no. you- uh, 
Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I, I, uh, if you go to time to free America.com forward slash revelation, uh, I'll tell you why time to free America.com forward slash revelation. If you go there, I had a copy of a document. Okay. And imagine Debbie, that you had a copy of a document in your hand since 2010 called the Rockefeller plan. I had it in my hand, this yep. document written in 2010. Um, it is now known as this book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. This is not a conspiracy uh, guide to making your own tinfoil hat. This is an actual book written by Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum. And on the Rockefeller Plan, which is written in 2010, it said, page 16, a world of tighter top-down government control and authoritarian leadership is needed, including, and then it goes on to list, quarantine camps, curfews, lockdowns, forced vaccinations. So, Debbie, I knew it was going to happen since 2010. Okay, so, um, and I will tell you, we're going to get that book later, although we could talk about it now, too. What's kind of interesting is, for people who aren't very involved, when you say, well, you know, there are a lot of people talking at the international level about saying, let's use COVID as an excuse, as the launching point to justify clamping down on freedom, forcing people to accept the vaccines you want them to have. A lot of people say, what are you even talking about? I mean, the, you mentioned that book and I didn't bring it with me. I often have it here to raise up like you just did. Oh, yeah. that, that book is like like a confession, like a signed confession. It is a, uh, a plan in advance to tell you what they're going to do. It's, it's, a, it's a plan, okay? Um, also, if you go to time2freeamerica.com forward slash revelation, I'm going to read this to you, uh, Debbie. This is You can pull this off of the NIH website. Peter Daszak who's the head of the World Economic Forum, okay? Uh, he said on February 12th, or he, this is the, the head of the uh, Eco Alliance. Uh, so, I'm sorry, Peter Daszak is the head of the Eco Health Alliance. Uh, Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum. Okay, so Peter Daszak, who's the head of the Eco Health Alliance, re reported, he said this in 2016, February 12th. He said, we need to increase public understanding of the need for medical countermeasures such as a coronavirus vaccine. Debbie, he said this in 2016. He says a key driver is the media and the economics will follow. We need to use the hype. Debbie, he says hype. Imagine that I told you I'm going to come on your show today and raise hype. What? Hype? Hype? He says we need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. And investors will respond if they see a profit at the end of the process. This was a yeah. plan that was written in 2010 that was described, Peter Daszak is saying, we need to create the hype in 2016. And another fun fact, in 2002, you can see this at time2freeamerica.com forward slash revelation, the CDC patented the coronavirus transmissible to humans, thus making a bioweapon. They filed the patent on April 19th, 2002. The patent number is 727-9327. That's 727-9327. Okay, I'm going to tell, you know, um, Mr. Becker in there, you're listening. Okay, uh, some of the, uh, since I made this PowerPoint, I may ask you at certain points to put pages up because I think some of the, what you just said I had on a PowerPoint, but now I won't put it up because you just said it all, Clay Clark, which is wonderful. Um, I, I do want to hit on though, just back at the beginning for just a moment. Yeah. We had here in Dallas, I have two good, three good friends who are doctors, another one in Houston who right away say, hey, hydroxychloroquine is working great. I mean, for people early stage COVID, you know, it, it's working really well. That yeah. should have been the first signal to many, many people when doctors who actually practice medicine and were prescribing it to patients and willing to go on public media, come on this show, come other shows, say, hey, it's working, to cause people to wonder why it was that you had Dr. Fauci and the NIH, the entire federal uh, medical bureaucracy, 
yeah. not just you know refusing to endorse hydroxychloroquine, but casting doubt on it. And I want to just say about that point, I do. I'm not aware, and I've asked many doctors on my show. I'm unaware of any other time in American history when the the policy of the federal medical bureaucracy, the Fauci or people before him became so stridently embedded in one mission only, which they got yep. to, must go to vaccines, and they actually got sideways with the medical establishment in this country early on. Doctors trying to say, why aren't you standing up for this? Well, why aren't you, go ahead, yeah. Well, I just want to say this real quick. This is this is important. Um, you, have you been to Disney World? Many times. Okay. Uh, I grew up very poor. And, you know, when you have, when you grow up without money, you kind of make a list of all these things you want to do. You know, someday I'll take my kids to Disney World. You know, someday I'll do this. And as I went through life, I went to a lot of these things like Disney World. And I'm not saying that if anybody likes Disney World, they're a bad person. Okay. But I'm just saying I went to Disney World and I thought, I feel like I went to like a swamp environment where the snow cones were $12 and I waited in an infant <laughs> line and I yeah. didn't have a good time. And so I'm in the airport coming back from Disney World and, and I'm listening to other people in the airport going, ah, oh, it's so hot. It was terrible. And, and I, so I, and now I'm a business consultant. Okay. That's what I do. I've been doing this since 2006. And I have met um, some very smart people, very smart people. And I ask them, how was your trip to Disney World? And I bet you nine out of 10 of my clients who've been to Disney World will tell me, oh, it was terrible. And I say, it's terrible. They go, no, on it was, it was the worst. It was hot. It was sweaty. There were lines. It was $5,000. I don't know what happened. But I, I said, well, why did you go? And they go, well, I had to go back because my other kid hadn't been to it. And I'm going, if you felt like you were at the threshold of hell the first time, why would you go back? <laughs> No, listen. And I have a client this morning. I talked to a great lady. She has a daughter who she's sending to a state school. And she made the comment to me. She said, Clay, my daughter knows that inside the COVID-19 vaccines. And by the way, folks, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you click on the button that says what's inside the vaccines, you can see this. She says, my daughter knows that inside the COVID-19 vaccines, there's luciferase. That it's a technology made by Moderna. There's graphene oxide. There's SM102. There's all these technologies. And all of her friends know it, too. Yet she's the only one in her friend group that didn't get the vaccine, despite knowing what this is one of the most well-researched people ever, my client. Her daughter and all of her friends know exactly what's in the COVID-19 vaccines, but they got all of the everybody got the vaccines except for her daughter because they wanted to fit in. Oh, I couldn't oh. agree. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. There's a certain psychological way in which Americans make decisions. I'm sure people all around the world, I could just speak to Americans. A lot of people do stuff because most people do stuff or because celebrities endorse stuff. You know, so as a marketer a guy, people go to thrivetimeshow.com all the time and they hire me to help them grow their company. And I only take on 160 clients. And Debbie, if you were a client, which you're not, but if you were, I would sit down with you and I'd say, okay, these are these are methods that have been proven to work to increase uh, conversion or, or leads or the growth of your business. And one is if you get a celebrity to endorse your product or service, people say, oh my gosh, this must be, this guy must be awesome. Even if the same doctor, listen to me, folks, I have doctors I work with that are great surgeons. And if I get one celebrity to endorse my doctor, they will double, if not triple, their sales. So the, the, the nefarious people, Klaus Schwab, that rolled out the COVID-19, the Great Reset, they got the pro athletes. They got the pro – I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you just heard him, the Packers quarterback, uh, he just admitted that all these NFL players are taking hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, but they're yeah. not allowed to talk about <laughs> it. So they got the pro sports endorsing it. They have celebrities 
celebrities are endorsing it, right? And then they they have this moral argument where they have these doctors in white coats telling you what to do. And I know it's it's dark and heavy and terrible, but if you get a chance to read the legislation called HR 6666, which is being proposed by Congress right now, you can look it up folks. HR 6666, that same uh, uh, legislation being proposed, HR 6666, is analogous to or the same uh, as the legislation rolled out by Adolf Hitler in 1938 to convince Jewish people to go to quarantine camps to stop the spread of a virus. I don't think people know this, but Auschwitz was called a quarantine camp, and then through revisionist history, it became a, became known as a concentration camp. But it was known as a quarantine camp when it opened, it opened its nefarious death camp doors. That is what's happening right now, ladies and gentlemen. We are watching... A, a group of nefarious globalist elites who are obsessed with depopulation convince knowing smart Americans to, to, to just follow compliantly. And then I, I have doctors who are my clients, and I talked to one of them there, and his name is Dr. Rob Marsh. And I'll mention his name because he speaks at our events there, Deb. What a courageous man, Dr. Rob Marsh. And Dr. Rob Marsh early on said, Clay, these PCR tests are falsely calibrated to inflate the cases. The models are false. COVID's 100% treatable with budesonide, ivermectin, and hydroxychloroquine. And I said, well, why don't your other colleagues at your hospital say that? And he says, well, you know, if we don't follow the protocols, we could get sued and we could lose our license. Okay, I'm going to jump in and say you're, what you just said. I, I'm 100% in agreement with everything you said. My, I really hope on this show what I can do is for people listening who have not so far been willing to dive in or, or interested in diving in to understand why so many Americans are skeptical about and concerned about the vaccines, and not just the vaccines and the content of them, but why it is they're being pushed so harshly. I want to keep going back to the question why, and particularly getting at the motive of people. Go back to when we had the, the vaccine, the virus was in America. Everybody's, you know, worried about it. And, and I mean, not everybody, many people were very worried about it. And Fauci and team in Washington kept saying, wait for the vaccines, that's gonna mm. rescue us, wait for the vaccines. And so as other doctors came along and said, well, you know, we on my show, you know, Dr. Bartlett had talked about inhaled budesonide, we had hydroxychloroquine. Those doctors, they were really willing, they were brave, they were willing to push against the pressure you're talking about because it's easier, just like claiming you're gonna to go to Disneyland, even though you don't like Disneyland, um, yeah. the uh, pressure to just go along. And this has been drawn, this has been summarized, uh, or, or it touches on something I wanted to mention. There's a doctor named Dr. Robert Malone, and he is, was the inventor of the mRNA technology, the, the yes. technology that talks about how the vaccines work. He used the expression recently in an interview, I think it was on Joe Rogan's show, where he said, you, and actually on my, he was on my show about two weeks ago, and I think he used that, I'm sure he did, use that same expression, mass formation psychosis. He actually talked about what's happened to the American people yes. as we have been drawn in by the fear-mongering, the, the, the panic-mongering, and then the concern that everybody is going to die unless you do exactly what Fauci says every day. So you stay home, you wear a mask, you don't go anywhere, you socially distance, you... Yes. And, it's, and so he's trying to say, this is a doctor who invented this, and he's saying yep. this. So my question, how can you even... I mean, how can anyone listening, how do you hear that and leave this show and say, yeah, I know, but, you know, Fauci said to do that, so I guess I'll do that. I mean, what Malone's saying is America's been infected by this... A yep. psychosis. We can't challenge well, 
And we can't stand with what's right, true, right in front of us. Sorry, go ahead. There's uh, uh, maybe five forms of psychosis. There's probably 50, but there's five as an example that I'm just going to challenge here because I want to make people understand how people can get into this mass psychosis. Okay, I grew up, I used to stutter as a kid. I used to stutter, couldn't talk very well, so people made fun of me. Um, and I figured out how to talk at about the age of 13, and I started a DJ business, uh, Debbie, in my parents' uh, basement. You know, other kids are out doing what they're doing. I got a business in my basement. And uh, I built that business to where I was making most more money than most adults before I was 17 years old, you know? And everyone around me is like, why don't you go to college? I mean, if you would go to college, you could just, you would be great. You should go to college because college is great. <laughs> so I went to college as my as a, a senior in high school. I went to St. Cloud State. I go to college and, and I'm just being, I'm not exaggerating, I'm being very real. I was at St. Cloud State. And I would say one third of the students were smoking pot. One third of the students were drunk. One third of the students were worried about being pregnant. And it was just this crazy, nefarious Sodom and Gomorrah called college. And I recognized we're talking about Freud, the Electra complex, the Oedipus complex, papyrus, cuneiform, everything that doesn't make any sense. So I transferred to Oral Roberts University. I went to Oral Roberts University. I sat down with a, a student by the name of Nathan. I said, Nathan, uh, I want to learn Photoshop. You're a senior. I'm a freshman. Can you teach me Photoshop this weekend? And he said, well, yeah. I said, I'll pay you. So I learned Photoshop in a weekend. I didn't learn it during like four years of college, you know? And then I got to thinking, I, if I'm going to go to college for four years, I should ask myself, am I going to make any money doing this? Am I going to make more money as a result of this? So I went and talked to the head of my multimedia program, and I said, in the event that I stay in this program for four consecutive years, what do the jobs look like after you get out? He explained that to me, and I thought, well, this is dumb. So I got out of college. Long story short, I got kicked out of Oral Roberts University for writing a parody song about the school's president that he did not think it was very funny. <laughs> I started a DJ company. So I'm 20 years old now, okay? And I've escaped the mass psychosis of believing you have to go to college and then get married when you're, what, 25, 26? So I'm 20 years old. I'm married, and I'm building a house. And everybody in my neighborhood is saying, what does your dad do for a living? Clay, what does your dad do for a living? What does he do? What do, do you live with your dad? I go, no, this is my house. I'm a grown man. I'm 20 years old. I'm building my house. Um, then when I built, I bought a huge house in Broken Arrow, I was like 25 and people were going, wow, what do you do for a living? And I'm 25, I have a massive house, 26 years old. Then I was entrepreneur of the year when I was 27. And the whole time, my entire life goes against the narrative because the narrative says you're supposed to have two kids. You're not supposed to get married till you're what, 25, 26, 27. You're supposed to go to college. So the narrative says, go to high school, go to college, uh, get in debt, have two kids and plan for retirement. I'm telling everybody out there, I'm not planning for retirement. Why? Because I spent time looking into the Hebrew origin of the word vocation. The word vocation means, means calling. And I reached out to Hebrew scholars and I said, what does the word vocation mean? They said calling. I said, what does the work mean in Hebrew? In the Hebrew language that the Bible was written in, the word work means worship. So I will never stop worshiping and I will never stop my calling, which is my vocation. So my goal is not to retire. My goal is to not send my kids to college. So now I'm an adult and people say, Clay, where are you going to send your kids to college? They're 16 and 14. I have told my kids they're not allowed to go to college. I have forbid my kids from going to college. If they do go to college, they're going to pay for it on their own because I'm not going to finance them going to a Marxist indoctrination camp called college. So I'll just say right now, the mass psychosis, every American believes we need to send our kids to the Marxist training camp called college. Every American, the vast majority, believes they need to wear a mask to keep themselves safe from a virus that's a super treatable using budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. The average American believes we need to go to Disney World at some point in our life to somehow validate that we're a good parent, even though it's the surface of the sun, it's hot, it's expensive, and it's largely controlled by pedophiles. The average American watches five 
Fox News, although it's funded by Big Pharma. I mean, Sean Hannity makes $20 million a year to tell you that Big Pharma is great. And the average American really gets excited about professional sports when you have athletes being, being paid millions of dollars who are literally at scale trying to convince you to take the COVID-19 vaccines, thus manipulating their uh, celebrity status. The average American's listening to Luciferian music called pop music that puts pornographic audio into your ears, and then we celebrate these people at the Grammys. What is going on? There has been a mass psychosis going on for a long time, and I call this the wake-up. That's why I call this the Reawaken America Tour, and I believe anybody who will invest the 10 minutes needed to go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, if you will just read that right now and go there, you will see that the United Nations put a statue in front of the United Nations building at 405 East 42nd Street called the Guardian of Nations that literally is a beast that looks like a leopard with the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion and the dragon, uh, a.k.a. China, put it there. All I'm saying is everybody needs to wake up right now. The Bible is real, and we are watching real nefarious Luciferian people implement the Great Reset Agenda, which is not a tinfoil hat theory. It is an actual book. And if you haven't read the follow-up book, it's called The Great Narrative, which calls for the yes. complete rejection of Christian morality and the ending of capitalism. Okay. I wanted you, I love all that. You can get on a roll, and I love that about you. I want to go back to, though, about just inspiring people who are hearing this. Ask yeah. yourself, everyone listening, what is the reason that someone like Dr. Malone, as an example, yeah. why would he, he's advocating the use of medications that the patents have long lapsed he's not going to become wealthy urging people to do ivermectin hydroxychloroquine and budesonide he's not going to become wealthy there's no money motive in it in fact there's anything a harsh impact on his life because he's being mocked and ridiculed by his medical peers and and the same holds true for the Amer the um, aflds america's frontline doctors this is, I mean, this is another thing that should just inspire people to dig deeper and not just say, well, I don't know why Fauci would lie, so I'm going to go along with whatever they're saying. The American, the American frontline doctors is made up of doctors. This is unprecedented in American history. They are so outraged by the advice coming out of Fauci, uh, the CDC, yep. the FDA, and, and the notion that in America, effective medications are being uh, blocked and, and mocked and ridiculed, and that doctors who prescribe them are, or, or advise to use them uh, are being questioned by the state medical boards. They're, they're, they're talking about the, the masks are completely useless, do not help prevent the spread of any virus. They're talking about there's absolutely no medical justification for social distancing, for shutdowns, all the things happening. Ask yourself, what could be their motive? They're, they're not trying to make money. They're, they're, they're suffering ridicule. And, right. not be, and yet they're, they're speaking up. And the answer is because they have figured out the truth. And, and they're doing what you, Clay Clark, do when you say, uh, you know, actually college isn't for me or my kids. They have discovered they are following truth and they care enough to say, I don't care if it ruins my medical practice, if I get fired by my hospital, I'm right. going to pursue truth. And then you look back, but I don't want to turn around and say, so then people still concerned about everything. They look at what's happening out of uh, Washington and they look at what's happening with the, with the vaccine mandates and they think, but what would be so wrong with uh, this notion of trying to vaccinate against this disease? And I tell you, Okay, actually, we, I could go along on that path. I want to go back to you for a second. You talked on um, some show you were on, uh, talked about this doctor, uh, this Harvard doctor, Charles Lieber. Oh, and yeah. he, a Harvard professor, and I'll let you go with this. His, he first got a, he was written up in Harvard Magazine, 
uh, oh. early on, 2005. You should tell our listeners what he was, uh, what his great discovery was. Okay, so there you go. This is uh, there's multiple things this nefarious man's been doing, but in 2011, okay, he created a nanotechnology that allows the human body to send and receive signals. Now, let me give you an example. I'm right here doing an interview with you, and Debbie, I'm going to do an unspeakable act right now. I'm going to go into my email while I'm on an interview, just for a second. No problem. Once. No problem. Here we go. And I go to my email. Oh, no. Here it comes. I've got an email from Michael Flynn, who's a great American, by the way. I've got an email from Rochelle. I've got an email from Brett. I've got an email from Dr. Judy Mikevitz. Ah, it's too much. i got to go back to the interview. So we're back in the interview. But what happens is imagine that you couldn't stop the signals from coming into your brain. Okay? So listen to this, folks. Charles Lieber in 2011, this is, and I put a link here at timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. You can read this. I will read to you from Harvard. It says, virus-sized transistors. What could possibly go wrong? It says, these nano-semiconductor switches could even be used to enable two-way communication with individual cells. And then if you take the moment to read the actual patent, I mean, this is some crazy stuff. Listen to this. This is, uh, I'm reading this. It says, Harvard's Charles Lieber holds the U.S. patent for using 5G radiation to vibrate coronavirus particles from preset nanotube containers. Listen to this audio. This is Fox News from Christmas Eve. Listen to this. Here we go. U.S. intelligence shows China is using advanced technologies like gene editing and brain control weapons to advance its military and to crush dissent. This is on Fox News. They're reporting. This is what this technology does. Klaus Schwab also talked about gene editing. In 2015, he's doing an interview with Charlie Rose, and Charlie Rose is asking him about this technology being developed by Charles Lieber. And what is the Great Reset? Charles, please understand this, folks. Klaus Schwab has been talking about the Great Reset. Uh, like, in his mind, it's like, the, 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 it's like the, the Super Bowl. It's like a pageant. He is so excited about the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab's at being asked by uh, Charlie Rose. He says, what is the, the Great Reset all about? This, 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 this is what he says. Listen to this. The difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing. He says that the, 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 the fourth industrial revolution is about changing not so much what you do for a living, it's about changing you through gene editing. Then in 2011, we continue, Jeffrey Epstein, the, the, the world's most prolific pedophile, he teamed up with Bill Gates to create their own race of people. Look it up in DuckDuckGo. Type in Jeffrey Epstein creates own race of people. You'll see the articles, Rolling Stone, New York Times. I can't make this up. Then 2013, Bill Gates teams up with Lady Gaga, teams up with Beyonce, teams up with Jay-Z. They all team up, these international celebrities, they all team up with a lady by the name of Marina Abramovich, who is a satanic spirit cooker who literally claims that she can access the power of Satan through a process called spirit cooking. And that is the spiritual advisor of Bill Gates. Then 2015, Lieber files for that patent you referenced using 5G radiation to vibrate coronavirus particles from preset nanotube containers. I put the patent right there. Then 2015, Klaus Schwab did that interview I was telling you about, talking about gene editing. Then Peter Daszak, as I mentioned, he's actually saying we need to use media hype to get to the real issues, to convince people to take these coronavirus vaccines. Then in 2019, Fauci again funds gain-of-function research to create the coronavirus that would be unleashed upon the nation. I put a link there for you. Then in 2019... Deb, you know, we, we did not do a pre-show for today's show. A lot of people that don't know media, sometimes in mainstream media, there's a pre-show where they'll have a guest come on the show before the show to basically pre-rehearse the show, and that way they can go over what they're going to say. 
Uh, what I what I like about your show, Debbie, one of the things I like, I love your show, you, you seek the facts, you share the truth, but you also don't do a pre-show. Because a pre-show is uh, why there's a lot of nefarious media stuff. They say, I'm not going to ask you this, but I will ask you this, and don't do this, and don't do because that way it's a politically correct show. So the, the, the Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the World Economic Forum, they all got together, the World Health Organization, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the World Economic Forum, to host a... A, a, an event called Event 201 where they would actually role play how they would lock the world down. Listen to this audio. This came out before the, the pandemic even started. Countries are reacting in different ways as to how best to manage the overwhelming amounts of dis and misinformation. This is actually a role played fake news. They actually made fake news I know. news. And my final little note I'm going to give you, okay, is MIT in 2018, uh, this is December 18, 2019, they actually developed a specialized dye so you could see your vaccine history underneath the skin. They developed that technology. And then Sweden has officially come out with Sweden now. They announced, this is not my opinion, Sweden has come out and they've said they now have a technology where they can see underneath the skin if you have been vaccinated or not. That actually is official. It's a, it's a thing that has been released on the world. This is not something I'm making up. Congress has rolled out legislation called H.R. 6666. That would be okay. February 1st. 20. I mean, it's all right there, Deb. They're implementing this plan. I know it's overwhelming trying to fit it all in, but if you go to timetofreeamerica.com <laughs> forward slash revelation, you can read it at a medium yeah. pace. I want to help our listeners because I think this is like listening to what you're saying. Uh, and I will tell you, I, I, I don't know if I, I texted you or was telling you, but I listened to um, an interview you did on Doug Billings' show, and I am totally immersed in this 24 7 and i had listened twice to gather everything people feel like they're drinking from a fire hose so i want to make some basic points to our listeners you actually have as an american the right to control your own health you have the right to control your health care you should have sovereign control over your body and in america there is zero precedent for what our government has done in response to COVID-19. Zero precedent. We have never had the government do what they are now doing, talking about taking away your, fr your freedom because you don't get a vaccine that you don't want. And we're gonna get into a moment about the deception related out of our government related to the data they tell you from, from the CDC. And if everything you learn about the government uh, from the government related to COVID-19 has been massaged, misleading, uh, unfair, uh, just inaccurate. And so we end up with people feeling overwhelmed, flustered, and then they, they hear the con uh, many conservatives, a growing number of conservatives. And we're now at the range of thousands of doctors thousands who have signed on to the Great Barrington Declaration, who support America's frontline doctors. These are doctors who actually practice medicine, actually treat patients, trying to tell the American people there's something wrong with the way Washington is handling this pandemic. And then you get into the bigger point. Why is it? Why would there be such crazy conduct out of Fauci, out of the federal government? And it is the kind of things, the answer is the kind of things that Clay Clark is describing. You have this event 201. I was gonna to get to that in a moment, but since we're there, we have Bill Gates and the Johns Hopkins University uh, working together to talk about how you plan out. And they're basically the mission was, how do you make sure you can completely control the world's population and they because there's a pandemic and they simply must be controlled there are so many markers out there for people if you're willing to look to recognize that that the behavior of our government the reaction of our government and the the control over america's freedom being exercised in the name of keeping you safe from a virus that 99.8 percent of people survive so it's not even anything like the lethal virus that they claim it is 
There's reason for serious, substantive, responsible people to say, I, I want to understand more. On Lieber, just to make sure about, that we cover that point, who kind of jumped around. So Professor Lieber uh, was charged uh, and, and convicted, convicted by a jury just a few, a few months ago, December of 2021, 20, uh, convicted by a jury of lying to the federal authorities. He was affiliated with the People's Republic of China's Thousand Talents Program. He was convicted of lying about his affiliation with China and about withholding tax dollars. They're paying him, listen to pay him, $50,000 a month. Yep. The Chinese communists paying a Harvard professor $50,000 a month. And I don't think it's because he was really good at you know talking up China's greatness. This whole Thousand Talents program is about China luring in talent of scientists around the world to bring them on board with China's mission. So this this thing that this Harvard doctor um, did, this um, th what he invented, this nanotechnology, very openly talked about as weapon the ability to weaponize it um, to deliver viruses. That's what he's talking about. I'm sorry. So I, yeah, I love your thoughts on this on this guy um, Lieber well, and just. I encourage everybody to, um, this is what I want to make sure people understand. This is you say, what is the point of all this? What am I supposed to do? If you today get out, you go out, you get maybe yourself a cup of coffee, you go to timetofreeamerica.com. And by the way, when I do these interviews with wonderful people like you. You know, I got to fit in years of research into a limited window of time. But what you need to do is you got to get uh, a little coffee and you sit there, your favorite beverage, and you got to go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation. You have to follow the timeline because when you see that the technology created by Lieber is a nanotechnology that allows human cells to send and receive signals. That part you go, oh, okay, okay. And then why would they want to do that? It's like we're a big CSI or something. We're like, okay, <laughs> do that. And then you go, okay, Starlink. This is my drawing. Starlink is a low-orbit satellite. I have a client based in Satellite Beach, Florida. They're always launching these low-orbit satellites, right? But you know, right off the beach there. And my client calls me and says they're putting another one up there. Elon Musk is launching Starlink satellites everywhere, low-orbit satellites. And did you notice, Debbie, that during the quarantine, and I'm not attacking you for uh, being safe and caring about other people for a week or two there while you were figuring out what was <laughs> happening. But did you notice when that when you came out of the quarantine or that when you went back to normal or whatever that was for you, that there was 5G towers everywhere? I mean, it's some really gnarly looking ones. Have you driven around Dallas recently and just seen how many 5G towers they are? They look like there's something out of Star Wars. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, I've so, been here. Actually, I've been reading more about them. I don't know that I've seen them, but go ahead. So Starlink sends the Internet worldwide. For the first time in the history of man, the Internet is now worldwide. So this is my Internet worldwide. Internet worldwide. That's, that's my Internet sound. And it connects to 5G towers, okay? So these 5G towers, Internet worldwide, comes down to these 5G towers. And then inside your body is an RNA-modifying nanotechnology that can send and receive signals. It allows you, it, 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 this technology was designed to control thoughts. Thoughts, thought control. So imagine what that's going to be like once that is implemented. So in 2015, again, Charles Lieber filed for a patent for a 5G using radiation to vibrate coronavirus particles. I'm going to read this, I'm going to read this to you. And I want to share this. And by the way, folks, if you want to come to the Reawaken America tour in Phoenix, Arizona, which is January 14th and 15th, uh, we're down to our final 14 tickets right now. Our final 14 tickets I see on the ticker here. 
And you can buy a ticket from Dallas to Phoenix. It's like, what, 100 bucks or 200 bucks or something? And we've got Sean Foyt, the praise and worship leader, joining us. We've got Dr. Zelenko. We've got uh, General Flynn, Mike Lindell. You have uh, uh, Charlie Kirk. You have Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, many of your former guests you've had on your show. Uh, Gene Ho will be in the house. Uh, you've got Dr. Richard Bartlett, who's been on your show, Dr. Christian Northrup. I feel like we have all of your guests here. Mike Lindell's going to be there. Lance Walnow's going to be there. Dr. Jane Ruby, Jim Meehan, uh, Dr. Dave Martin's going to be there. Dr. Uh, uh, we have uh, uh, Mickey Willis, the, the uh, 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 documentary guy. We have uh, Eric Trump will be there, President Trump's son, Wendy Rogers. I mean, it's going to be a next level event. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com, folks, anybody listening, you can name your price. And at that event, you have two days where I'll unpack all this for you and during a, a two-day event so it'll be delivered at more of a, a medium pace i would say but i'm reading the patent here that charles lieber created it says this is the abstract it says the preset invention generally relates to nanoscale wires or injectable devices for example the device may be passed through a syringe deb or a needle so imagine that the news outlets did this story tonight on six you should put a nanotechnology inside your body so you can send and receive signals so that we can monitor you. I don't think people would take it. But what you're putting inside your body is an injectable RNA-modifying nanotechnology that cannot be correctly labeled as a vaccine. And if right. you interview Dr. Dave Martin or you interview Dr. Mikovitz, or Dr. Jane Ruby, they won't allow you to call it a vaccine because nothing about it is a vaccine other than the fact that it's injected. And as I just read for you right now, Lieber had to make this technology for the Chinese because if the Chinese had a commercial and they came out and said, attention Americans, we will have you inject an RNA-modifying nanotechnology inside your body so that we can control your thoughts through gene editing. The average person would say, no way. But if they can convince you that the only way to return to normal is to put that inside your body, people are doing it. And if you think I'm nuts, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash revelation, do you know that July 29th, 2019, the Vatican hosted a transhumanism meeting of the minds? And you might say, Clay, stop attacking Catholics. I'm not attacking Catholics. I'm just telling you that the Vatican, which is a, a place, a physical place in space, was used to host a transhumanism meeting of the minds. MIT literally created a technology to put vaccines inside your body so you could keep the store, your, your, your vaccine records inside your body. This is, these are facts, ladies and gentlemen. It's so all I can say is if you're out there listening today, you have to know that on March 11th, when the 2020, when the pandemic was declared by the World Health Organization, the World Health Organization, which is largely controlled by China, that China convinced the World Health Organization to declare a pandemic, a.k.a. dropping a fear bomb on America, then that fear was perpetuated using falsely calibrated PCR tests invented by the 1993 Nobel Prize winner, uh, Carrie Mullis, who said on camera that Fauci is a pathological, nefarious liar. And then here it comes, March 26th, 2020, just 15 days after the pandemic was declared, Bill Gates files for a patent, Microsoft files for a patent for a cryptocurrency system using body activity with a patent Publication number W02020 06 
888-666-0606. Thus making it technologically possible for no man to be able to buy or sell unless he takes the technology in his body. And then April 12, 2020, Bill Gates declared victory over Christianity by keeping the churches shut while making us watch Microsoft commercials featuring his satanic spiritual advisor by the name of Marina Abramovich, who was featured in the Microsoft commercial on April 12, 2020. These are all facts. This is what's happening. Clay, you are I mean, drinking from a water hose actually doesn't even begin to describe. I will tell our listeners, I created, I don't know how many page PowerPoint, I yep. wanted to do for you, and I'll put this on our website, americacanwetalk.org. I wanted you to be able to review a lot of these facts because you listen to someone like Clay, who is just, I mean, heavily immersed in the facts and researches. I mean, the guy gets up at three in the morning every day, this is our guest. So he has hours to think, read, organize his thoughts before the day launches and everyone interrupts him every five minutes. He is a researcher, a thinker, a doer, and he is somebody who just doesn't get pushed around by the popular opinions of others. He thinks things through himself. So he's way ahead of the curve of many people in terms of understanding what the prominent spokesmen in the medical community, those who are not just on board with the Fauci regime, have been saying about the vaccines, about the source of the vaccines, the yep. danger of the vaccines, the lack of necessity for them. And so his website really is a great uh, resource to go to. I had planned a little more uh, chronological or sequential review, I think, but this was great because I think you get from Clay, listen to him, uh, the passion anyone should be feeling about what's going to happen uh, if we just simply continue to surrender to uh, the next step being told, the next vaccine, the next boost, the next this. Uh, you're injecting your body with things you, with, that are not vaccines in any traditional sense of the word. Have what you've now heard him describe from Dr. Lieber's inventions. Uh, the vaccines able to be, uh, you, they are able because of you have the vaccine to, to use them to trace your actions where you are. I mean, this stuff is just, uh, it is otherworldly. And I know that many people listen to these kind of things and think, oh, Oh my gosh, they're the conspiracy theorists go again. I'm going to wrap up after we uh, say goodbye and thank you to, to uh, Clay Clark. I'm going to wrap up with just some things. Even if you don't have any concern about what's in the vaccines, and even if you're not even slightly persuaded by the scriptures yep. and what they prophesy, even if none of that matters to you, there's still for rational, intelligent Americans enormous reasons to be deeply concerned about what the coronavirus policy is, what, what, what has happened to America under the COVID policy. So Clay Clark, one more time, tell them your website, where to go to get all this great information. Yeah, I'll tell you, folks, go to timetofreeamerica.com, timetofreeamerica.com, and please understand this. The reason why we're doing this Reawaken America tour, uh, Deb, and, and for anybody out there who doesn't know, I am being sued now by Eric Coomer, the former head of Dominion, uh, the former head of uh, strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems. And I'll just tell you, the reason why I'm doing this Reawaken America tour is not because I enjoy being sued by Eric Coomer and not because I enjoy doing interviews all, all day, although I do and enjoy working with you. It's because there's a sense of urgency and everybody out there has to get involved. So if you go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can request a ticket to one of our events. We're down to our final 14 tickets. And those tickets, you can name your price. I don't care if you pay $20, $12, $7. I don't care what you pay. But I want you to get out to this event because we need to have thousands of Americans that are armed with the truth. Because it is the truth that will set us free. It is so important. These are not a motivational festival. These are events where you're going to get there. You're going to meet attorneys, doctors, and lawyers willing to help you fight back. Great people like Dr. Bartlett, who you've had on your show. You're going to find doctors in all 50 states that are willing to treat you if you have COVID-19. And you're going to find pastors that will sign those COVID-19 vaccine religious exemptions for you. And finally, you're going to find jobs. 
We have thousands of employers that are registering their businesses for free at timetofreeamerica.com. And they're saying, we want to hire people that don't want to take the COVID-19 vaccines. So if you're looking for a job, doctors, lawyers, you want to get in the fight, go to timetofreeamerica.com. We'd love to see you in Phoenix, Arizona, January 14th and 15th. Debbie, I really do appreciate you. You have one of the best programs out there on the real media. This is the new media, ladies and gentlemen. Stop watching Fox. Start watching Debbie. Clay Clark, I thank you so very much. I thank you for all you do. And I, I will echo several things you said. These, these uh, conferences all over the country, this uh, Reawaken America tour, you leave inspired, informed. You feel like, wow, I'm not alone. All these people agree you leave with more information than you could possibly imagine. And the other thing I'll underscore that you just said, which is this is the time, if there ever was a time in American history, we are at the precipice of losing this precious American country because of the radical conduct out of Washington, out of the anti-American leftists. The Marxist socialist movement is in charge of the Democrat Party. Now there is no mainstream Democrat Party. And so we in America who love freedom, who love the Constitution, the Declaration, the promises of liberty, we're the ones that have to stand up and speak up. And you can't do it later. You can't wait a year or a few years or next president and then I'll get involved. Right now is the time to fight for freedom. Clay Clark, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Be blessed, folks. And remember, Jesus is king, and that's how we're going to win this thing. Thank you, sir. Okay, I want to tell you, friends, I am going to post on our website. I don't think I did it before I left home today, but I will later today. This little, this chart I made, it's a PowerPoint. And the reason I think it's important to understand is, I know, because if you watch this show, you have heard doctors and um, all sorts of doctors and experts talking about what's going on with COVID and talking about how there it is extremely suspicious and, and, and unjustifiable how we have effective COVID remedies and yet out of Washington, you can't get agreement out of Fauci, CDC, FDA, any of the players up there unwilling to acknowledge these effective treatments, unwilling to acknowledge they even exist or that there's any track record, always pushing toward the vaccine. That conduct alone should make you wonder what the agenda is. Here we are at the, uh, we're starting off, we're in the beginning of 2022. So we, we're coming up on almost two years of this pandemic, you know, stay home for two weeks to flatten the curve back in 2020. We're almost at two year anniversary. The fear mongering goes on and on and on. Fear mongering unjustified by the statistics. And I really wanna urge you to, to recognize the pushback has to come from the people. I mean, the, and, and so going to conferences like Clay has, they're wonderful, they're great, they're really they're great uh, to become informed. But you individually, you can become informed. You can read more, understand more, read the things, post at our website and recognize there's something very, very wrong about the way our country is handling and the world is handling the response to COVID, the push for vaccines, the use of the vaccine mandate to essentially say, you don't really have the right to liberty. We're taking away your right to liberty unless you get a vaccine passport for a disease that is 99.8% survivable by anyone that has effective treatments and yet you must get this vaccine. The average Joe is going to be really, really curious about what is in those vaccines, and you should be. The last point I want to make before I turn to my last thing for today is about this whole issue. We could talk about COVID for weeks on end, but the last point I want to make about this is, you know, I keep saying, ask about the motives, question the motives. You, you know, when you say, well, why would Fauci and the and the um, FDA and the pharmaceutical companies push the vaccines unless they weren't the perfect remedy? And the answer is money. The answer is money. I mean, the pharmaceutical companies have been revving up to have vaccines are the money makers for all the pharmaceutical companies. 
medications that have already had their patents elapse, such as hydroxychloroquine, budesonide, ivermectin, been around forever, been effective forever, been safe, been tested, and, and known to be safe. Those companies don't make any money on those. They make money on new medications and new vaccines. And you've got a company, the pharmaceutical companies, making money. They're, they're, you know, their pot of gold comes from vaccines. And you have them being uh, wedded with the federal agencies that do the testing. We have the entire elimination of the normal uh, process to get a vaccine approved because we have this emergency use authorization which I was going to get to today, but I couldn't. Well, I knew once Clay came on, he's just going to rock and roll. That's what he always does. But I want to point out that we wouldn't even have these vaccines if, if life were normal, if we had the normal process, which requires years of testing for the safety and adequacy of the vaccine before you uh, release them. To have them released the way they were so quickly uh, was because we had to use, they had to use the Emergency Use, use 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 Authorization Act which requires, one of the requirements is, you have to say, you have to show there are no other effective medications for this disease. That's why we have to have this vaccine. So that is why they had to keep saying, sorry, none of this other stuff works, nothing works here at all. Um, so I, I, um, th there's great reason for rational people to be very concerned about the hysterical radical push for vaccines for a disease which is easily survivable. Um, and you still have a push for vaccines, even though Omicron came along and it is far less lethal and is like a mild cold. And then you have a, the inventor of mRNA, the Dr. Malone, who you know is, is vaccinated himself, who's urging everyone not to take these vaccines, saying they're dangerous. You ha and then I will tell you one other point that just ought to cause you, again, on a question the motives, why is this happening? Do you realize in the state of New York, there is a law that apparently is going to pass. It's passed the, the um, I think the sequence was it passed the, the uh, their version of the House, the Assembly, has to go over the Senate. This is a law that they're allegedly going to vote on tomorrow in New York, Assembly Bill 416, that literally gives the governor or the governor based on, or somebody else to whom the governor designates authority, gives them the power, and the name of the bill is, um, it says, to amend public health law in relation to the removal, the removal of cases, contacts, and carriers of communicable diseases who are potentially dangerous to the public health. No hearing, no proof is necessary. This is a designation being given by the legislature to the governor that says, if he or she, the governor decides, that somebody is a danger. And they don't even want to, they're careful not to call these people people. They're calling them cases, contacts, and carriers of communicable diseases. They can just be rounded up and locked up. Now they say it's all for your safety. It's about safety. It's about, you know, but this is about forcing the vaccine on people who don't want it. And obviously this is an extreme frustration to the vaccine Nazis that you have so many Americans saying, I'm sorry, not doing it, not getting the second shot, not getting the booster. They, they just, they're hysterical to force people to get the vaccines. And there is no rationality behind that. Ask yourself why. Why would those people in New York be so irrationally driven to pass a law with apparently no roadblock in mind, no roadblock coming, no one in the Senate can stand up and say, wait, this is crazy. They're going to pass a law that says the governor can, without a court hearing, without any other designation except for by the governor, can remove cases, contacts, and carriers, human beings, 
people from society because of concern. And it's all about COVID. It's all about COVID. They are so, and, and just, I, I'm repeating myself, ask yourself why they're so hysterical to push this COVID vaccine. Okay, um, I'm gonna hit one other story uh, very, very quickly. And I called it, be a January 6th prepper. And I have some data I wanted to share with you because you know, right now, uh, tomorrow's January 6th. And I have to say, it is really kind of a sad thing all by itself that January 6th, the date January 6th, will be forever for the rest of time, you know, for your children and grandchildren and 10 generations away, it'll be, oh, that was the day of the insurrection. It is, the left is trying to make this a holiday. They're trying to actually, the Democrats are proposing a bill to put up a statue or some memorial for the insurrection of January 6th, which wasn't an insurrection. Again, the, the non-surrection non-insurrection, excuse me, of January 6, 2021, where the Democrats want to make it into a, you know, a, a day that changed America forever. Uh, it was a, a day there were protests at the Capitol. It was not an insurrection. But I, again, I want to remind you, so tomorrow's going to come along and every media outlet in the country is going to be running stories and running films and running the worst scenes of it. And all with the notion of trying to implant in you the idea that January 6th was real insurrection, that President Trump caused the insurrection, he was the source of it, that he in fact is responsible, and that this is by association. Everybody who likes President Trump, everyone who supports him, everyone who ever thought a good thought about him is to be shamed and ridiculed and silenced because the left is telling you, you must equate insurrection, Trump, and every Trump supporter. You must reject this. January 6th, there were a very small number of people who were, who were behaved illegally and violently, a very small number, and they have been prosecuted. The vast majority of people in Washington that day were opposed to what they saw as a fraudulent election being confirmed by the House and Congress, House and Senate. And yeah, you're allowed to think that in America. You're allowed to think that the, the election shouldn't have been uh, confirmed by the House and Senate that day. You're allowed to think that they made the wrong decision and just letting the fraudulent election results go forward. You're allowed to think that this is America. They're trying to say your whole challenge anyone's whole challenge to what happened on the elections in the elections of 2020 are to be dismissed, ignored, and, and uh, just silenced. Now, is this a sad thing? Because January 6th is actually a lovely religious holiday. It's the epiphany. And uh, so I guess, you know, second rate or third rate in the dictionary would be, oh yeah, this is day of epiphany. It was also my parents' anniversary, a great day to get married as a Christian. And, um, but so, but on back to January 6th, one more thing I'll say about it, then we'll wrap up and go to why it matters to you. Um, the ability of the left to push this false narrative that January 6th was an insurrection depends upon the people believing it. It depends upon the people believing it. If more Americans recognize it was not an insurrection, and I want to just contrast with you, if you are wondering why it's so unfair to call it insurrection, you know we had this uh, all through the uh, summer of uh, 2020, leading up to the elections of November of 2020, leading up to the election between Trump and Biden, we had massive riots in this country, funded by communists, orchestrated and, and manipulated and funded by Chinese Communist Party and other nefarious anti-American left-wing sources do not for a moment believe that Black Lives Matter and Antifa are organic movements by truly informed, upset Americans. Not true. Funded, orchestrated, manipulated by the left. And in that violence of that summer, all designed, all designed to turn Americans against Trump, 
and Republicans in general and America in general. During those riots, here's some contrast between the actual damage caused. Summer of 2020 riots resulted in 15 times more injured police officers, 23 times as many arrests, and estimated damages in dollars terms up. And listen to this number. The damage caused by the riots in the summer of 2020 in terms of dollars cost 1,300 times the amount of damage, the, the cost of the damage that occurred in the Capitol in January 6. But no one on the left cares about those. The left benefited. The anti-American left Democrat Party, Marxist Party, benefited from the riots of 2020. It caused the American people to be manipulated into thinking that somehow America was at fault, Trump was at fault, Republicans are at fault, I don't know, white people at fault. They, the Democrat Party benefited from those riots. They never tried to stop them. They did not criticize them. They didn't complain about them. They benefited from them. And so they did nothing about these riots. I could read you pages of data about how much more deadly, costly, violent those riots were than the one day on January 6th. But let, yet all the left can focus on is what happened on January 6th. Obviously, January 6th was at the Capitol, and so that's a different form of violence. But much of the violence that the, the uh, leftists funded by the communists engaged in throughout January 2020, burned down public buildings, destroyed public buildings, smashed windows, none of that was bothersome to them. And I raise that point to say, when I said to be a January 6th prepper, be aware that you're being manipulated yet again by the media, by the left, when they try to make you get all get on January 6th, lure you into accepting their lie that the that the January 6th event was an insurrection. It was not. It was not, and they know it. They use it to manipulate you. Be one of the smart people who will not be manipulated by the anti-American left. I'll make a quick pitch to tell you to please, please, please go to MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com. Order some stuff if you want to support this show. Order some stuff. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code bottom right. Uh, Debbie G, that's me. Uh, use that promo code and you can save up to 66% off for everything you order. They have many, many things, more items than mere pillows. They have great pillows. They have uh, sheets, towels, bathrobes, um, and uh, slippers, wonderful items. My husband and I use them. We love them. You will too. Uh, then I get what happens if you go there, you get a small discount um, and I get a small payment from them too, which helps keep this happy show on air. And now we'll talk about why the stories we talked about today matter to you. So we start out today connecting COVID dots. The COVID pandemic is a pandemic, as a pandemic is concerning more and more Americans. Big government, big health, big pharma, and big tech want to dismiss all of this. That the COVID pandemic could be a pandemic, they want to dismiss it as a conspiracy theory. Theory, but lots of dots are accumulating. Coronavirus gene, gene sequencing patents in the early 2000s. Fauci predicts in 2017 a pandemic will occur during Trump's term. U.S. government funding of the Wuhan genome function research lab leak origin of COVID now viewed as credible, meaning it didn't come from bats in the market. Uh, event 201 gamed out a pandemic in October of 2019. Emergency use authorization for vaccines required that there be no other viable remedies. Fauci's relentless put down of efficacious alternative remedies is irrational and immoral, except for 
the EUA, which is why he did it. Vaccination hysteria has never reconciled with CDC's data on the 99.8 or 0.9% recovery rates for virtually everyone. Vaccine mandates for children has no medical science rationale. The risk benefit is conclusive against doing vaccines for children. FDA's aggressive behavior in support of vaccines inconsistent with FDA's history of approving vaccines. The mRNA inventor, Dr. Robert Malone, comments about mass formation psychosis and those comments ring true. Depopulation agenda, we didn't get to that today. We'll talk about it another day. Depopulation agenda is not new. It's always been part of the left's vision to fix the world. And, the, and then the second side, pandemic. Candace Owens summed up Americans' concerns about growing dot connections. What is in these vaccines? And why is there a global effort to inject them into the body of every human being on the planet by any means necessary? That is the question every sane person is asking. Coercion, bribery, propaganda, and censorship are not tools used by the good guys. Today's guest, Clay Clark, is at the forefront of asking questions related to a pandemic. Clay Clark and I always invite viewers to listen, question, and verify. What do you think? Are we living through a pandemic? Check out plannedpandemicseries.com and decide for yourselves. And that, my very fine friends, is America Can We Talk for today. Tomorrow, Thursday, we have Dr. Brian Artis joining us in studio with a, a packed studio audience um, and a great opportunity for the studio audience to ask questions. We are going to have in place by next week um, the system set up so you can text in questions. Um, we'll explain that on Monday. Uh, we'd love to have all of you feel like you're participating in our great interviews on Thursdays. As I close the show, I just want to thank you for listening to America Can We Talk every Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time. I do America Can We Talk to talk truth about America because America matters. And I'll talk to you next time. Can We Talk? Truth About America.